When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch, Managing Editor at Pop Sugar, And I'm Zareen Sneaky, Director of Partnerships at Pop Sugar. On today's episode, we're rejoicing that it's finally Vax Girl Summer. Becky, I know you love that Ugh. phrase. <laughs> To celebrate, we're taking a trip down memory lane with some of our favorite summer jams. Well, I think it's only fair that we get the summer songs we deserve this year because last year we didn't get the full experience because we were inside for the entire summer, mostly alone. There were no barbecues. There's no driving around with your friends with the windows rolled down. It just wasn't the same. No, it wasn't. And, you know, imagine, like, if Hot in Here was released during pandemic summer. (laughs) I mean, it was hot in here. It was. But before we get into that, Becky, what's your not over it this week? So in the spirit of this week's episode, while I was, you know, doing some prep, going back through some of the best songs of the 90s and the 2000s, summer songs, the Black Eyed Peas come up a lot. I mean... They've had a lot of songs that, you know, we'll, we'll never stop hearing at weddings and bar mitzvahs. I mean, anytime you can add Mazel Tov to the middle of the song, they will continue playing that at all large <laughs> gatherings of Jewish people. Um, but one thing about the Black Eyed Peas that I will literally never get over and I still think about a lot is that their 2004 song, Let's Get It Started, was actually a re-release of a song that they released in 2003 And originally, it was called Let's Get Retarded. So some people really remember hearing this song, singing along to this song. It was a song about getting drunk. And even at the time, it was definitely a little bit eyebrow-raisy. I mean, we weren't as woke as we are today, but it wasn't great. No, not a good look. Not a good look. But the reason why they changed it to Let's Get It Started was not because they were getting in trouble or even getting called out a lot. It was because they wanted to use the song to promote the NBA playoffs. And Let's Get Retarded doesn't really make sense with not playing family basketball. Friendly. <laughs> well, it's not family friendly, but also, you know, no one's like, let's get drunk and play some basketball. But let's get it started. A very easy switch. And originally, it wasn't even supposed to be f- a full re-release. It was just the chorus that they were going to re-release, plug the playoffs, And then people were so into it that they re-released it and they never looked back and they kind of got away with never even talking about it. They never said anything about it. They didn't apologize for it. And now there are so many people who didn't even know that the song was originally called Let's Get Retarded, which is kind of like the best thing that's ever happened to them. Wow. That's some really good PR. You think their PR person and like Ray John Page's PR person like know each other? 
because they're just so <laughs> good at what they do. <laughs> I don't know. It's just wild. Nothing's wild. I think about it a lot. There's no way we would ever hear that song in any capacity if they hadn't changed it. No. I also don't really love that song. No, because we've all heard it 10 billion times. Yeah, no, it's like... And we don't want to hear it anymore. We don't want to hear about how tonight's going to be a good night and all the songs they paved the way no. for. <laughs> no, yeah. So that's that's mine. My Black Eyed Pete number one song is Don't Lie. Still the best song ever. The only only good song they've ever released. I stand by it. Well, did that song win best rap performance by a duo or a group at the 2005 Grammys? Because let's get it started, did. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> anyway, what's your not over it? Um, well, piggybacking off of you, um, I will also never get over uh, the song that City High released in 2001 called What Would You Do? I just first of all, this song, for those who don't know what it's about, it's like a pretty, pretty like dark song about, you know, a girl who gets pregnant in high school and then has to be a doesn't have to. But chooses. I mean, if you've heard the song, you should know what it's about, because the chorus literally says, oh, yeah. what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? Yeah. And the but- only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money. And his daddy's gone. So we're smoking rock now in and out of lockdown. I ain't. Lock lockdown. Seem to block now. I don't remember what it is. Now I've lost it. No, but my favorite thing about all of this is that they used to play this. City High would come out on like the MTV and BET like spring breaks like stages <laughs> and play this song for like large crowds during the summer. And I just thought we would all be like jamming along and it's singing, you know, like Daddy's gone now. Somewhere smoking crack now. In and out of lockdown, and we're all just <laughs> singing along. Like I don't. There's some weird songs. In the 90s and 2000s with some weird lyrics that was like, this is a questionable place to play this song live. And also everyone's like in bikinis and having the time of their life. And here we are. I I believe it's because it had such a great beat and a kind of an uplifting vibe. And if you didn't. Listen <laughs> yeah, to the you lyrics, were like kind of like, confused. Oh, yeah. Like, I love this song. But yes, it's very dark storytelling there. No, yeah. It's not like your typical emo, uh, emo song when you know you're here for like a sad time to cry to. No, it's not like a Christina Aguilera beautiful situation. You know, like that Soul Asylum song, Runaway Train, that's like literally about kids that run away and... Oh, that Sarah that song? McLaughlin song that plays for with all the pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we know what we're getting from those, but like sad pop songs are... Now now that I'm saying it, I'm sure there's a million that I'm not thinking of right now. Yeah. But yeah. this is a nice segue into today's episode where we're going to talk about what what really defines a summer song because there is no exact definition, or we should say a song of summer, not necessarily just a summer song, but the songs right. that def- have defined summers over the years that are really made to play at the beach at the barbecue at the pool wherever you are they're really just like made to to lift you up and and for me that means it has to have an upbeat vibe but also upbeat lyrics i don't want sad songs at my barbecue they don't belong there there's time and a place and it's not there no yeah not a lot of people are like putting on like house of balloons by the weekend and they're like barbecue i don't think that's like not the vibe yeah i feel like but you it's, would. it's also confusing because um <laughs> Rude. I would literally never do that to my guests. <laughs> you have a Maybe if I want, if once it starts like winding down, I do. A playlist are my superpower. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the only talent I have. Well, I think 
what makes a good summer song, or at least what used to, maybe not anymore, but like, you know, sometimes talking about some things that are like related to summer help, whether it's the beach or like a food you might eat at the beach. Like, I don't know, watermelon. <laughs> I do think so many, um, so many songs about watermelon are coming to mind right now. I mean, how do you narrow it down? But yes, some are more on the nose than the others. Like Hot Girl Summer, which we're still talking about, as you brought up at the beginning of this episode. Or like Summer Girls by LFO. Not a great song, but everyone knows that song because they were just like, we're going for songs about summer girls and this will be played every summer and it will remind people of summer. Not a great song to whom? I would like to know. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I have one wish. She's been gone since that summer. Since yeah. that summer. That's a Good great question. song. Everyone likes girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. <laughs> so Chinese inclusive. food and Chinese. I wonder if Chinese food still makes people sick. The best. So many, so many great lyrics. Macaulay Culkin was in Home Alone. Don't quiz me on it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the ones are specifically about summer. I mean, from the, you go back to the 90s, like Summertime, Summertime by Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Always a great one. Like, you never go wrong putting those, you know, weaving no. those into your barbecue party playlists i keep bringing up barbecues like i'm going to yeah, barbecues you, every yeah, single big weekend on no really <laughs> really not i don't know what's it's why like, i keep saying that yeah. where in new york city are you constantly going to barbecues i want to go nowhere just like yeah i think i'm telling you it's because i haven't been outside in a year it's like i don't even remember what it's like to socialize <laughs> i think also yeah well socializing but also i think uh a thing that makes a summer song is it has to be a little bit like Dancy, a little upbeat. Like, remember when Despacito came out and we couldn't stop? We couldn't stop listening to that song. And then it was like, here's another remix of Despacito. And now we have Bieber on it. It was like, this feels oh, like no, a brand new song. It's like, now we have Bieber not knowing the words to his own song because if there is a way for Justin Bieber to be problematic, he'll find it. Now, yeah. The ultimate challenge. Alorido, Star Contigo, but yeah, but I think what's interesting, too, is that when you think about the summer songs of yesteryear, which we'll get more into in a bit, it was the songs that you couldn't avoid because you heard them on the radio or you heard them at, at the beach, whether you were the person playing it or some other person was playing it or you were listening to it in the car because you didn't have you were watching it on TRL. You didn't have full control over the songs you were listening to at all times. But now it's like, what, how is social media changing what becomes a summer song? Because now I'm like, well, I've heard Call Me By Your Name 10 million times on TikTok. So I assume that means that's a, that's a summer song because that's where the songs are going viral now. Yeah. I mean, to that point also, like Kiss Me by Doja Cat, you know, with SZA is like everywhere. Peaches by Justin Bieber. You can't escape that song on TikTok if you tried. You're not trying to escape that song. Every time I see you, no, I it's like, you want to listen to this playlist? It's called Peaches, and it just plays <laughs> Justin Bieber's Peaches over and over and over again Man, on a loop. That song is You're so... like, never gets old. Never gets old. I love that song. It just <laughs> makes me happy. That song and um, Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac. I will n- never stop playing that song. Levitating. Songs. Levitation. What's the name of that song? Oh, Levitating. Levitating. Had... Anything by Dua Lipa. Yes. But do we think those songs are going to make carry us all the way through the summer? I think Peaches and Leave the Door Open will. <laughs> but I don't know. So the two songs that you like. Yeah. You gonna... Well, what is this? Just my opinion. Well, I think we've already established that Peaches is going to define. I mean, we don't have to get into this. 
Of all the Justin Bieber songs in the world. It's like, it. it's not a sorry. I'm sorry, in my opinion. It's a little too mellow. I love sorry. Sorry was like, I mean, I still think sorry is better than this song. But still, this is, I love Daniel Caesar and I love Evian. So I, I'm obsessed no, it's, with this it's song. Good. Also, this, I think also because the music video I found very cool. I just like the way it looked. And I was like, oh, I, I miss like just music videos. That's also a big thing of why I love Sorry. Because that the choreography, also Justin Bieber wasn't in that video. So I, I like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I was I was just thinking about, um, I don't think Sorry even came out during the summer, but I was thinking about like the songs of summer being songs that like have no business being as catchy and fun to listen to that they are without you growing tired of them which is hard to do most pop songs are like i can't hear this anymore and even some of the best summer songs that happens to also yeah well you eventually get sick of it because it's yeah like to your point you hear it everywhere although that i feel i do feel like that happens less now for us unless you know you're mindlessly scrolling tiktok and you're like i no longer want to hear this sound get it away from me right or you're listening to the radio but who are those people I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we live in the city. It's like, if you don't have a car, I, where where are you even listening to the radio? Uh, yeah. What's on the radio? A, an investigation for another time. <laughs> peaches by Justin Bieber. God, it's probably true. It's like driver's license. See, like driver's license is an example of a song that for me, that can't be the song of summer. Aside from the fact that I feel like it's also kind of over, but it's too sad. No, it's I think like, right. like a good summer song, I have to plug my boy because Nice For What was just like such a fun summer song when it came out. It's still a fun song, but it's like something that feels like an anthem, quote unquote. You right, know? or like Truth Hurts by Lizzo, that by the end of the summer, every right. single person knows this song and is still happy every time they hear it. And now we've learned all the lyrics. And well, it's like all, all the Instagram captions are some some lyric from this song. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about some of the more recent summer songs. But I think in this journey, you and I both decided that really the summer songs that came out in the 90s are more iconic than the ones that have come out in the past few years. For whatever reason, those are the ones, and maybe it's because those are the songs of our childhoods, but those are the songs that are evoking those summer memories and the songs that I feel like have stood the tests of time even more so than some of the more recent songs. Well, I also feel like the summer jams of the 90s are also the songs that have gone on to have the most amount of covers ever. Like A Pony by Genuine. Like how many times, how many people have covered a song like that, you know? So I find it, yeah, I I, I agree. I think the 90s have stood the test of time um, as some Rolling Stone article called it, the Clinton years, which is a weird way. Oh, God. <laughs> but also, I mean, the songs, a lot of them... You know, we talk constantly about the obsession with nostalgia and 90s nostalgia. I think that's where, like, the Spice Girls come in. But also, Will Smith was putting out a song for every movie that he had. So you specifically think about Men in Black and you think about Wild Wild West, which that song, movie was terrible. But that song, that song is great. everywhere. I yeah. love that song. So good. He also had Switch, also a great song. And he talks about how he doesn't need to cuss in order to sell records. You remember that whole thing? No, like getting jiggy with it. Like you still reference those songs. You still think about those songs. No, yeah. 
They just capture the moment. Yeah, I don't know why Will Smith has stopped releasing songs. I don't know if it's maybe, you know, he hasn't found enough, like, movies that just make sense. Like, I can't believe he didn't release a song with Jaden Smith for After Earth. Right. Well, I mean, he's his career has gone in a little bit of a more serious direction overall. I do think that the 2000s tried. And I do think the 2000s had some early 2000s had some great summer jams, like, you know, obviously Hot in Here and Country Grammar. Those songs by Nelly are never going to. I don't think go out of style because I love all I love those songs. But then it it just feels like for whatever reason the '90s were like the ultimate setup for like here's the standard of what summer jams are. Well, I think part of it too is everything we've already been saying, which is sort of. With Spotify, with streamers, which you can sort of listen to whatever music you want to listen to at all times. We've sort of lost the like, what season is it? When did this song come out? Like when we were listening to it, because you can make whatever songs you want, the songs of summer. But in the 90s, you were spoon fed this music and then it sort of like moved yeah. into the next era as time went on. So they they had more control back then. Yeah. Remember when the thong song came out? <laughs> that video. Yes. I mean, so much of this is just like what you remember seeing on TRL. The music videos were better then. Yeah. Oh my God. MTV making the music video. I remember watching literally every episode of that. Also, that that one of my favorite episodes of of that was Pink. Get the party started. I love that music video. It was so oh, fun. Yeah. People forget about that song. Sad. A tragedy. Well, this seems like a good time to take a break. Uh, When we get back, we'll dive into some of our favorite 90s summer jams. Okay, so I know both of us had such a great time revisiting the best 90s songs of summer that you quickly put together an entire playlist because you needed to listen to them all in full. And it was really hard to even just narrow down the most iconic ones because there are so many. So let's sort of take it year by year. Obviously in early nineties, we were a little bit young. We weren't really hitting the clubs, but um, no, no, we weren't weren't on here. (laughs) The memories are, are a little non-existent or, uh, fuzzy but i know you have a strong 1990 pick i do um the 1900s the 1900s is when um escapade came out by janet jackson this was actually released uh, yeah this was actually released earlier in the year and i think um no one paid attention because people are rude and then it was re-released in spring and everyone lost their damn minds which i think is the correct response to this song That is definitely the correct response to the song. This is a great a summer song. song. It's just Who so fun. Want an escapade. It can, it also kind of reminds me of like a song that would be in a playlist that also has g- girls just want to have fun. <laughs> it's like just good vibes. There are actually Janet Jackson has so many great hits that I feel like we so, forgot about. Someone it. to call my lover. I mean, that was two thousands, but like God, that song is so good. Love will never do without you. The best. <sighs> no, she's just so great. Where is she? What is she doing? Is she still pregnant? 
She had a baby, I think. <laughs> she's at the Super Bowl, so. <laughs> no! Just kidding. She's never allowed back at the Super Bowl, and it's rude. Okay, well, now skipping ahead to 1991. I'm not going to lie. I don't have specific memories of 1991, but this was the year Motown Philly came out, and I definitely remember loving Motown Philly, didn't know what boys to men were, my sister had the CD, and I was like, this is great. I didn't know what acapella was, but I could tell it was awesome, and this is just a great song. Boys to Men is just, there's so many songs by them also. They also were good about, like, releasing songs at the right time where it just carried you through. No, I mean, they also have so many songs. I mean, like, I'll Make Love to You, The End of the Road. You hear those songs all the time. Constantly. I mean, those weren't necessarily summer songs because I'm I actually said, shocked that Boys to Men has not made it onto TikTok. Like, I for some for whatever reason, I thought they would be one of like the old school bands that would like quickly get on TikTok of people. You know how people do those like dances. I'm like, they have so many songs that would work for that TikTok. The, are you the TikTok to dances? Boys to Men. On. The TikTok dances. The garden TikTok variety. Dance. The garden Wait, variety like, TikTok dances. <laughs> Like did you know? Yeah, did you know about this TikTok thing? Dance. Did you know about this thing that's happening on TikTok? It's like <laughs> dance. So crazy. It's like they do all these dances. No, I know. well, whatever. Tell me, tell I me, we're too old for TikTok deserve. without telling me we're too old for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Not me like on old TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, 1992 is where it starts to get divisive between me and you. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I don't have any issues with your pick. You seem to have a lot of feelings about mine. I chose Baby Got Back for obvious reasons. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. Great song. We sang the song song. nonstop on family vacations. Not just this year, but many years after. Um, This is like, I think about this song when I think about parents being upset about kids knowing all the lyrics to WAP because... Oh my Definitely god. Definitely was running around telling people my anaconda don't want none. Like <laughs> 100% having and I think it was many years later before I even understood what that meant. I was like, "Oh, his pet snake. Like Whoa. you have to oh impress god. his pet. You oh have god, to oh impress god. you have to impress this guy's pet snake if oh you want to oh hang god, out oh with god. him." No, 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 no. That's is that I not hate, that's not what this song's about? No, no, no. I hate that. I hate that. Also, it was just hilarious to a kid. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Like no, nothing's yeah. funnier than that. That's actually like a good, really good point. I feel like there's a lot of songs in the 90s that were super problematic, not problematic, but just had very, I don't know, intense lyrics and a bunch of eight-year-olds were out here like singing like Pony by Genuine. You're like, what's happening? Like, no PP. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> my uncle told me that's for other people's property. Uh, my neck, my back. Like, I'm like, what is happening? So many. And now where everybody's freaking out about WAP. I'm like, you guys, you have no idea what we've already been through. This is cake. Um, anyway, my pick for 1992 is Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus because I love that song and I don't care if you don't love it. It's a fun song. <laughs> I don't love it. I don't like it. I don't acknowledge it in my life. Terrible. It's not a terrible song, but it's it's my pick and I love that song. It's fun and it. Did you a, like did you like line dance to it? No. Isn't what? that what you do in Texas? No. First of all, no. You two step. This is definitely a line dancing song, isn't it? You, you two-step in Texas. A good summer song is also a song that just tells you what to do. Like the cha-cha slide or like the Cupid shuffle. No, those songs, are not good summer. The songs <laughs> were... No, this, the songs with like good the direction. The Macarena. I love the, the good, Macarena. With a good direction. Songs with directions. Tell me what to do. I'm here for it. The Harlem Shake. Listen, white people need that. Okay. I'm just saying. 
Be careful what you wish for, man. (laughs) (laughs) You don't mean that. Well, speaking of songs that you don't need any direction um, for, I know your pick for 1993 is one of the best songs ever, ever invented. Okay. Well, for 1993, we didn't talk about this specifically, but I do feel like there's a lot of overlap between summer jams and jock jams. Like those yeah. songs that you hear at sporting events that you they play to get the crowd warmed up because they get everyone excited. And whoop, there it is. is something I still hear at Yankee Stadium yeah, and <laughs> beyond. The perfect like batter up song. <laughs> it took us a long time to get to the, you know, uh, the white stripes more edgy oh, arena yes, yes, yes. songs. The Seven Nation Army of it all. No, oh God. <laughs> 1993 was also the summer of, of Hadaway. Remember that song, What is Love? You couldn't escape that song if you tried. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not if you're watching SNL. No, yeah. That song invented Chris no. Tan and Will Ferrell. Um, my choice for 1993 is All Right by Criss Cross, which is an iconic song to me. Also, we have to thank... Jermaine Dupri for so many like great summer jams. I feel like he he had his hand in a lot. A lot of Wait, I don't Carrie think I know too. this song. I only remember Jump Jump. What? This is like my favorite Criss Cross song. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I I can't listen. To, I can't name that many Criss Cross songs. No, and you shouldn't be able to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were like, that's my favorite. And I'm like, I think I only know the one. There's like two or three. That's it. There's no more. Okay. Well, now we're getting to like the mid-90s when I feel like things start getting really good and 1994 brought us waterfalls which like forget summer songs this is just one of the most (sighs) iconic songs of all time of all time iconic music video they were literally dancing on water water. (laughs) their jeans were all wet they were wearing the silk all the silk flowing yes this was like the original tiktok song waterfall dance we were all just like singing the wrong words this song actually also has it's some very sad dark yeah it's, it's a very dark song actually but we all it still makes you happy when you listen to it which is like no weird... and the video was dark it's like someone literally died of AIDS I think I don't know oh, three I letters did. took him to his final resting place also RIP it was HIV I guess oh no yeah see we are what's wrong with us in the nineties but stuff like that. but again it was like I don't think the song was the most upbeat, but it's upbeat enough with an amazing rhythm and three beautiful women in the video. And you're just like, yes, I would like to be all three of these people. This is amazing. They're walking on water. It had everything you wanted in the song, despite, I guess, not the dark undertones. But we didn't pay attention to that in the 90s. So we were fine. We moved on. Something that definitely did not have dark undertones is my pick, which is Here Comes a Hot Stepper. (laughs) What is that? You don't know. Here comes a hot zephyr. What's wrong with you? I don't. I maybe I just don't know if I name. You're have to na, it. Na, 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 Oh yes, na, I do. Na, na, I saw. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> I, I do. was like, how do you not know? This is like the call. It's like the anthem that just. Like, I mean, yesterday you said you didn't know what Motown Philly was. Oh, but only for a second. <laughs> only for that a one's second. Self, that one's self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, that was only for a second. No. Okay. Yes. Yes, I know that song. I know that song. You're the lyrical gangster. Yes. How could you ever forget? This is one of those songs that just like always puts you in a good mood, no matter what. I think. Also, this was... 94 was also the year that gave us the sign by Ace of Bass and Shoot by Assault and Peppa, which I feel like honorable mention for both those songs because I listened to them until my ears bled. I still saw do. the sign. 
Such a good song. Also, I heard that probably in like every limited two I walked into. <laughs> that was like one of the first CDs I ever owned. Nice. Bass, a classic. It really fit in right next to Green Day and the Lion King soundtrack. You, you know what's a song that I absolutely did not share the same love for in 1995? Rhythm of the Night by Corona. This is the rhythm of the night. I don't know. I just hate that Horrible. song. No, I remember this was around the time of this song and What is Love and like these weird like pretty club much that, everything yeah. La Rouche La Bouche was doing <laughs> yeah. where I was like, is this what music is? Like, is this the music I'm supposed to like and I don't like it and like, what does this mean for the rest of my life? No, yeah. I, I don't love a lot of, like, the... I don't even know what genre this is. Is this, like... Is this dance music? I don't know what this is. It definitely was played anytime you were expected to be dancing. Yeah. Like but I don't, I don't like, like, the, like, noise kind of music where they say four no, words. And then it's, like, it's three horrible. minutes of just noise. And I'm like, I hate this. What's happening? No, say something. even as a child, I was like, this isn't good. And I'm confused. And why, why do other people seem to like it? No, and it felt like a cop-out. This is a song. Sing something. I want to hear words. That's how I felt. Right. Instead, in 1995, I was listening to This Is How We Do It. This is how we do it. Oh, great song. The best. Still, still the best. So, yeah. See, all these songs, you can't like, like Fantasy by Mariah Carey. You tell me you don't know all the words. that. Also, for 95, I have to also say I Wish by Skilo. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a hat. I don't forget what he says, but great. A rabbit in a hat and a bat. I have to say for fantasy, I was more a fan of the remix with old ODB. Oh. New York in the house. Oh, yeah. There's Brooklyn in the house. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. That was like, yes, sitting on the bus. That's a good remix. Like, sitting on the bus, like sharing the, the, the disc man. Um, I'll take Mariah Carey's Fantasy in any form. Any form. For 200, I'll, Alex? I'll take it. I accept that song. <laughs> God. Um, moving on to 1996, a.k.a. the year of the Macarena. Becky, I know you love doing the Macarena regularly. What? <laughs> You're the one who's, excuse me. Excuse me. You're the one who's like, I'm doing two-step. I prefer songs that have directions on how to dance. And somehow, now this is turned around on me. How dare you? This is a Becky, projection. This is a projection, and I feel attacked. Becky also, wakes up every day and does the Macarena, and then goes and brushes her teeth. That's how she stretches. Well, only one of us talked about how much we love Mambo Number no. 5, and I, I, I feel like that's Mambo synonymous. No. I feel like that's that goes right next to the Macarena. So every summer, Zareen was... A little bit of Rita. <laughs> a little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man. There you go. <laughs> that was a great song, I have to say. Also, this is also the year that Pony by uh, Genuine came out, and then no one ever stopped covering it after that. And then we've heard it every single year by some new artist forever until we die. Also, I always think of um, Parks and Rec. When I think of the song of, like, Aziz Ansari's character, Tom Haverford, like explaining to someone who genuine is. And they're like, genuine is genuine. She's explaining it to Anne because he's dating her. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, saying his name over and over again is not helping me. Genuine is genuine. He's genuine. Saying his name over and over again is not going to help me. That's so funny that you brought up Tom Haverford because I was also, when we were talking about this is how we do it, there's 
a scene of Parks and Rec where he says, this is how you eat it. This is how you eat it. <laughs> it's like the same thing. I think is so good. I think of Magic Mike when I think of Pony. Oh, I was, okay, I might be, I don't know. I'm scared to say this out loud, but I don't like Magic Mike. It made me really uncomfortable. Is that okay? I don't why know. Are you, I feel like, why are you, are you scared to tell me there's something that I have a problematic opinion? No, but <laughs> like, I, I, not, just, like, I never, I couldn't get through that movie. Why so, are you scared uh, to say that? Because I feel like people are always like, I love Magic Mike. It was so great. I love all the naked guys pump up their penises. I don't even know what was happening in that. It just it was like not something I was into. But that makes sense that that song made an appearance in that movie. Well, I definitely am not like, this is my favorite best movie of all time. You don't watch it every <laughs> single day? <laughs> not every day. <laughs> You know, now that Olivia Munn's back in the news, I've been revisiting, but I don't know. Oh, no. Not every day. I do oh. like that movie, though. It's weird. It's a weird movie. Alex no, Potiphar. yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, God. I, I don't know who that is. Um, But my song, my picks for 1996 have to be No Diggity and Crossroads. The Crossroads. No Diggity probably takes takes the cake. I like the way you work, kid. No Diggity. I thought to bag it up. Bag it up. There's a crossroads. I'm gonna miss everybody, and I'm gonna miss everybody, and I'm gonna miss everybody. No, thanks, sorry. I mean, my brain first pulls up the Britney Spears movie, so I have to go down the list. Oh, of course, I can. <laughs> I should have. I should have clarified. We're in this era. That, that your you should have clarified that your favorite summer song of 1996 is not a Britney Spears movie. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you needed to clarify that. Okay. Um, I picked Spice Girls "Wannabe" for this one. Iconic. If you wanna be my best it's so 90s i also really love them when they performed this um at the olympics and they came out <laughs> in this little the little british cause and i was like yes and they sang this song i was really excited because i think a lot of people love like spice up your life and i don't really i don't love that song i like oh that was way later spice up your life to me was like their last licks like they were on the way out and then they like threw that out there and then they were like goodbye here we give you one last thing wannabe was what started it all that was like i need to have this cd i had the cd it was so good so did i it was like one of the few cds my sister and i both wanted it so bad and in our house we weren't allowed to own the same cd because i was wasteful wow we and steve run a tight ship (laughs) we could not compromise on this and we both owned spice girls spice that was the name of the album. Yeah, so good. Not singles. Did you have like single CDs? Remember they sold those where you would just buy the single? Oh, no. Because that's, I don't, that didn't make sense to me. No, me I either. Was... It never made sense to me. But I always wondered, like, who was that? Who was doing Like, that? I would just want to listen to this single forever. That would be great. No, I mean, I guess it was cheaper. Yeah, no, I don't want you that. With your like Tower Records gift card. I don't want that in my life. Another CD that I did own was... um the Backstreet Boys. Remember Quit Playing Games with My Heart? I actually own like multiple Backstreet Boys. I was going to say, based on what I know of you, you own more than one Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Too. But then I bought Black and Blue and I was like, I should have, this was a mistake. I should have stopped before this. I do not, but I did own Third Eye Blind's first album, which oh. included Semi Charm Life. And that, I remember being like, this is a great album. This is the first album I have ever truly loved from front to back. And 
No, I def- speaking speaking of pop songs that are about dark things. I mean, we, at the beginning, I couldn't think of any more. Now here we are. This song is also Wait, about doing drugs. It is. Yeah, doing crystal meth will lift you up until oh, you break. She's she's sneaky and smoked out. Oh no, that's a different song. Oh, you're that's right. I'll never let you go. No, he oh. says doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. Oh sh. I took a hit again. Then a no, he says I've been a bumped again. Then a bumped again. I think my favorite's um, third eye blind it is never let you go. That's my song. This is no, a good later. One. That was on their next album. Also a great yeah. song. Um, my pick for 97 has to be Feel So Good by Mace, which is probably my pick for every year until I die. <laughs> I know. That's like right after we listen to Peaches a hundred times. It's time for that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's hard to hate on Mace. He's so good. You ready, Mace? Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time for us to be. Ah! Yeah, what you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the head. And this song really does make, like, just makes you feel so good. Yeah, we don't talk about Mace those? enough. Like, no, we don't. Why? Mace had to, why? I was going to say Mace is living in a larger body. <laughs> See, I <laughs> thought he was like that. a priest or something. I thought he like retired and like gave his body to God. <laughs> gave his body to God. Oh, Mace was just in, in the news about all that like drama where people were like, Diddy didn't give him the rights to, I don't know, whatever. But he's fighting Diddy right now, I think. That's what he's doing. Mace was really like an early adapter of using dollar signs and symbols instead of regular characters. I know. Like the original creator of the away message on AIM. <laughs> using all exactly. the symbols possible. <laughs> okay, now 1998. This has one of my favorite summer jams of all time. The iconic duet of The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica. This song was the best. This is the best song. It is the best. They did a verses of this like during the pandemic where they sing it and it was also very, very good. Both of their voices are still amazing. In case anyone. no, their voices are amazing. The video where they're yes. She's like, like going Hello? back and forth. Just wanted yes. to talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like it was also the most fun to sing with one of your friends because you can't really sing the song by yourself because you can't do both parts. And... No, yeah, you need. There's some role playing happening here. It's Bye. a difficult song though. I've tried to karaoke. It's not easy. No, wow, brave, very brave. This was um. This was also the year of the year. I think we were introduced to Britney, right? Baby One More Time came out in 1998, which was a song that was originally meant for TLC, which is very confusing to my brain. I feel like by the time we got to summer, though, we were listening to that song where she was like in the crop top dancing on the pier. With that guy? Sometimes, sometimes I run, sometimes I hide. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of another song. But my pick for 1998 probably has to be um, Are You That Somebody by Aaliyah. R.I.P. Wasn't that also from a movie? This was like the 90s were really the time where like the blockbuster summer movies all came with their own summer song. Yeah. Also, Still Not a Player by Bun B. R.I.P. Great song. And of of course, honorable mention to All My Life by Casey and Jojo, which has been sponsoring weddings from 1998 to 2021. For $1 million, could you tell me what movie that song was associated with? Are You That Somebody? Yeah. Uh... I know it's not Rugrats. That's the Maya. You should <laughs> use the baby. You should use the baby sounds as a clue. Oh, for who, uh, for who the target demographic is, not the content of the movie. I know it's not this movie, but I, <laughs> I just thought of a random movie that I know it's not for. I don't know. Some kids movie. 
It was for Dr. Doolittle. Oh, my starring God. Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy, which makes no sense. No, that's a very no confusing... No sense at all. That's okay. I thought of, like, Dunstan Checks it. Do you remember that movie where there's, like, a... <laughs> <laughs> the monkey? Yeah, the orangutan that lives at the Plaza Hotel. It's, like, one of the many 90s movies that were about a monkey. Like, what's, it, what's his face from Seinfeld, isn't it? Jerry Seinfeld? No. George Costanza? Yeah, no. Yeah. Jason Alexander? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was Jason, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. <laughs> like Julia Louis-Dreyfus? <laughs> no. Like the monkey? Larry David? <laughs> Every single person ever. Um, but to close it out with 1999, I like your, I love your pick for this. Well, I love both your picks for this, I have to say. Both we of both mine had were very, picks. very cheesy songs that make me think of summer. And that was Steal My Sunshine by Len. Remember them? A one-hit wonder. In the video, they were like riding I, on I bikes. couldn't even tell you who that was by. Yeah. It was very weird, but it was like very catchy. It was fun to sing along to. Um, and so it was Summer Girls by LFO, which we also talked about. And I, I'm i not going to lie. I loved a lot of LFO. I mean, not a lot. I think they had like one album, but. Every other time, iconic. Every other time is the best and was on like sometimes every Sometimes she's mix. hot, sometimes I'm cold, sometimes. Every like mix CD I ever made had yes. that song on it. It was the best. LFO so. and like Eve Six were like in every mix CD that oh I ever made. Oh my god, Eve Six was also so good. Um, my picks would have to be Doo Wop, um, and then Maria Maria because oh my god, Maria Maria actually makes me feel like it's summer no matter what time I'm listening to it because it's like. Just so smooth. Because it reminds you of a West Side Story. <laughs> yes. It reminds you of a West Side Story. Oh, yeah. No, do is so good. That's like, again, one of the greatest songs ever. Ever. The lyrics are so smart. Lauren Hill gave us a lot. Yeah. I can't believe she was married to like... Were you in the office that one time when we had um Bob Marley's brother who came and like did this <laughs> entire like presentation about coffee? No. And he was married to Lauren <laughs> He had. Some, she like, wasn't there. No, she Did didn't. She like the coffee. I think they're divorced at this point. Yeah. What a great story! I know. <laughs> well, he was just such a chaotic person in our office that, like, he was there. I for, do like, remember the coffee remained behind. Yes, I'd be like, "What is this coffee?" And they were like, "Oh, it's a whole thing." Yeah. He and then he was like, "Yeah, that was a fun celebrity pop in in the office." Remember the offices? We'll be back soon. Okay. Well. We've done a full journey. I think now I need to go ahead and listen to this 90s playlist that you've made, 90s Summer Jams. I think what you can figure out, but, you know, to conclude is that Summer Jams are just something that we identify. It's like a song that makes it feel like school's out is what you identify as like a Summer Jam. Anything that just makes you happy that you, even as an adult, there's something about summer where it feels like even if you're working a full-time job, Maybe you're not paying attention as much as you should have. You're taking more vacation days. I don't know. So to me, I think there is something to be said about a summer jam that just makes you feel good. It's the taste and of excited. freedom. School's out. The taste it's of the being taste outside. of freedom. Um, yes, especially in New York. Can't wait to get out of your apartment. Um, but I think this is a good time to take a quick break and we come back. And Becky, I think you have a burning question for me.
Jessica, are you ready for your burning question? Yes. It's the summer of 2021. One of these artists who hasn't put out an iconic hit in a minute is coming back with a song of summer. Okay. You get to choose which artist it is. Oh. Is it going to be Janet Jackson? Is it going to be Mace? Or is it going to be a reunion of Brandy and Monica for The Boy Is Still Mine? What? A sequel song. Like, unprecedented oh, like, sequel uh, song. Uh, no, I feel like I, I know my choice here is like... It's Mace. Uh, yeah, it's Mace. <laughs> DJ, play more money, more problems. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Have something to share? Email us at notoverit at popsugar.com. Not Over It is a podcast from Pop Sugar and iHeartRadio. It is hosted by me, Becky Kirsch, and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Lisa Sugar and Brett Kushner. Thanks for listening. Can't stop touching my name on the blimp.